0: Hi, and welcome to DaVita Leadership Insights, a weekly podcast for DaVita teammates who want to become a better leader both personally and professionally. I'm Doug Miller, a master coach and DaVita University faculty member.
1: And I'm Grace Berman, a senior director with DaVita University. Today, we get to chat about motivating others with Jenna Mortensen, a facility administrator leading Davida's Redondo Heights Dialysis in Federal Way, Washington, and Jason Pham, a facility administrator leading Davida's North Henry Dialysis Center in Atlanta, Georgia.
0: Welcome, Jason and Jenna. Thank you. Hey, hey.
1: Yeah, welcome. We are so excited to chat with both of you today to help us think through this challenging topic of how to motivate others. So as a leader, um, this can be very hard to diagnose, you know, whether it's a skill issue or whether it's a will issue. Um, So when we're talking about motivation, it's really about that will. Um, so, love to really get us started with uh, this question, Jenna. How do you think about teammate motivation, and and how do you define it?
2: Motivation is the realization that you have the power to control your destiny. As a leader, it is my responsibility to unleash that power in my teammates. That's that's awesome. So, um, so just a follow up question, like how how do you
1: feel? that um, how, what have you found to be people's various sources of fulfillment? I think you talked about helping them find their destiny. You know, how have, what have you found in those conversations?
2: Well, I found that everybody has their own source of power and Mm. really helping them to realize that power. um, You could take a variety of different ways to do that, but I think what, is, what has worked for me is um, first starting off with a sense of confidence with those team members, letting them know that I do believe in them, finding out whatever spark that they have and encouraging that through uh, building confidence um, and holding them accountable to those areas where they feel very confident in, in the beginning so they can have those small wins. And through that, you continue to build up their own power.
0: Mm. That that's awesome, Jenna. I, I I can tell you from my own personal experience when a leader has explicitly shared their belief in me, it has had such a deep impact. So, I think that that plays in 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 a big way here. And you know, Jason, along these lines, in your experience, um, what does a motivated teammate and an unmotivated teammate look like, and how can you spot someone? That's either motivated or unmotivated. Uh, sure, uh, motivation to me is all about
3: um, it's about their engagement levels. So when you're when you're looking at a motivated versus unmotivated teammate, um, you're kind of just looking for their energy. It's it's about how they respond to the tasks that you give them. Um, motivated teammates, you know, you could give them something something real small, something menial to do, or something that's a tall order, and they're going to approach it in the same way. Whereas someone who's unmotivated um, you know, you could, you could even be giving them a task that they do on a day-to-day basis that should be really in their wheelhouse and they're still going to be unhappy mm-hmm. about it. And I think, um, I mean, I think that's the, just that engagement level right there is, is the best way to tell the difference between uh, the two.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Thank you, Jason. Um, you know, I'd love to jump into some specific examples here now. So Jenna, um, could you tell us about a time Maybe when you were not able to motivate a teammate well, to get them to get that extra engagement and, and gusto and energy with their work. So what was the impact on the team and what did
2: you learn from that? I had a team member who had a very difficult time in peeling back those layers to reach that person's uh, motivation um, because they had built up very strong walls around them that I wasn't able to break through, no matter how much I pride myself on being able to relate to people and engage people. um, So it wasn't until we had had a situation on the floor where this team member actually yelled and said, wow, you didn't know this. Mm. And we had to have a conversation together uh, where, you know, I said, yeah, you know, I didn't know that because you never told me wow. and try to tell her that, you know, I am here for you and I will support you and what you need. But you have to trust that if you tell me something that I can make things happen for you. So we were able to identify where she was struggling and find a way in our process to make it better for that team member so that they could be successful. Uh, I love that story.
0: Wow, Jenna, thank you for, yeah, thanks for being willing to share that. And um, part of what you're talking to is uh, a dynamic that we do teach about in our Davida University programs, uh, some of them, and 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 making that pivot from being a victim and feeling no power and feeling boxed in versus being able to feel like um, like we do have some amount of power and can can make choices and can create a future. So, super awesome to hear you're supporting a teammate in making that journey. And I can only imagine how that then impacted the rest of their life. So very, very cool. Um, how, about, how about you, Jason? Could you walk us through a specific time when you did not motivate a teammate well? and And what did you learn from that?
3: Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I think this is. Uh, I think the example I'm, I'm going to kind of walk through is is going to be more about a time when when I when it started off well and it started to head in the wrong direction and what I kind of had to do to uh, to to navigate that back. But I, I did work with a teammate in, in the beginning when I first um, started in, in this career, where um, I would see this teammate every single day. She was a little bit disengaged at first, but. Um, having to work with her face-to-face every single day and, and getting to, to see her and recognize her for each task that we were doing, she, she really started to up her level of engagement. She was a, a very fantastic team member. But um, as I started to be given tasks that were outside of the building and I was spending less and less time in the building, she started to become disengaged again. So I had to... Hmm um, I had to kind of recalibrate what I was doing. Um, I started to think through what I could do better to, to still be there for her and to, to motivate her through her task. And I started to realize that because our main form of communication was email, like it it could be as easy as dropping her in an email right after, you know, she would send me a recap that said X, Y, and Z is done. And I'm like, Hey, you know what? I really appreciate that. You did a great job. I see how much time you put in this and uh, her performance started to pick up again. But um, yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> that was a big learning lesson for me, I think, in the end.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think that recognition is, is such an important part. So thank you for bringing that up and how it can't just be a one and done thing, right? Uh, you gotta right. keep making deposits in that bank account, <laughs> that emotional bank account with teammates. So thanks for sharing that, Jason. Uh, Let's look at the flip side now. I appreciate you, Jenna and Jason, for walking us through some times where you stumbled a little and kind of had to come back from it. Maybe tell us about a time now when you felt like you really nailed it, right, that you were able to motivate a teammate well. So let's see what that looks like. Jason, let's start with you this time.
3: Um, Sure, sure. Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, at this point uh, in our careers, we've seen a lot of different types of teammates. And I think... A situation that i can think back to you that worked really well was um i had come across a teammate who had been with our organization for a really long time something like close to 20 years and um, they'd always mm-hmm. been in that same role and um i i started to see a little bit of a, l- a little bit of burnout from them so i asked them i'm like you know what um, what can I do for you that, that would help you continue to be motivated on a day-to-day basis this far into your career? Um, it was actually that simple. And hmm. she stopped me and she was like, wow, I don't think anyone's ever actually taken the time to to ask me what else I can do. And it was actually really cool for me on my part because a lot of the things that she had mentioned is, is was taking things off of my plate. Uh, you know, it was higher level things that she had taking the time to uh, to learn in, in her, her long tenure and um, just giving her more complicated tasks and adding to her plate was something that she wanted. She was achievement motivated and um, all she wanted was for someone to acknowledge that she could do
0: more. Mm. That is so cool Jason. I love uh, I I love when a teammate is super excited and it supports them in their development and engagement when they start doing my job for me. I mean, what it doesn't get better than that, right? <laughs> no it <one> doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Which then, you know, is such a beautiful part of this village where we encourage our leaders to, you know, to do that, that then creates capacity for, for our own growth and development. So that's, that's really cool. Um, How about um, you, Jenna, take us back to a time when you were able to motivate a teammate and what did that look like?
2: Well, I've got to give a shout out to my Redondo Heights team. Uh, They are an amazing team and they have Mm -hmm. taught me so much. Um, And I just have to say like how proud I am of how far that they have come and they have brought our facility. Um, What I did was I made sure that I had my team align with their vision for our clinic. And we all knew what we were here for, um, what our purpose, what our fulfillment was. Um, so making sure that everyone was aligned. Uh, and then I built some confidence with my team early on. So uh, when when the team came up, I think I was a week in role, and the team came up with an idea that they wanted to try uh, to drive a result. And I said, sure, you know, what do you need from me? What, what can I do to help you? to achieve this. And I think they were pretty shocked at the beginning, like, oh, okay, she's going to let us do this idea. And I think, <laughs> um, and we saw success from that. And I think that allowed the team to feel confident that, wow, you know, this is our clinic. Like, yeah, we're in De vida and we have that structure, but we can build what we want to build that we think can help our patients. Um, mm. And I just continued to keep the vision alive with my team. And through consistent communication, um, one-on-one check-ins where uh, I just work to recognize them for the things that they do really well. And from an honest place, um, I I have those conversations where I really try to peel back the onion and show like okay hey this is where you know I'm seeing that you're really impacting our village our clinic really well and driving the business and driving the the Our vision forward. And these are areas where I think that, um, you know, we need to do some work and help Mm. you to overcome some of these obstacles or um, instill a more of a growth mentality um, to help you move forward. And I think that consistency there um, and being very honest and vulnerable with them was able to help us to create team motivation because they saw where they were connected together and then how they played a part as an individual. That
1: is so beautiful, Jenna. I love how you're connecting the individual and then to the greater group and the team. And I wanted to go back to something you said about purpose, that you aligned them with a common purpose. And that is such a powerful thing for motivation. I think sometimes we forget when we're doing all of our day-to-day jobs and tasks and such. That we all as human beings have this desire to have a, a purpose, right, with the work that we do. And um, I, I'm going to do a little plug here, Doug. hope it's okay. We, For those who don't know, we have a tool within uh, Star Learning that you can go to that is called Next Level Teams for our managers. You can go to that tool, and uh, the, there are six levels. So the first level is about creating that common purpose, making sure that people are aligned around that, and then it goes trust and and so forth and so f- and and after that. But yeah, but the purpose is really the foundation. If you don't have that, it's going to be really hard to create that strong, high-performing team uh, that's that's highly motivated. So thank you, Jetta, for sharing that with us.
0: Yeah, you, you can pay her later, Grace, yeah. for prompting the promotion of, of our uh, Next Level Teams um, in Star Learning, our, our learning, uh, online learning platform. So we end all of our episodes in the same way. And, um, and Jason, what's one practical tip that you would give to leaders to try right away to motivate their teammates? Sure, I mean, I, I touched on this earlier,
3: but it's always, it's all about recognition. Um, I don't think anybody is opposed to that. You know, they, they're they getting a pat on the back, um, letting, letting themselves know that they're doing something well, I think at the end of the day is, is the most important thing. Um, I like to start every single meeting with recognition. So um, I think it kind of sets a great tone. And I think that's the the best way to, to start motivating people. If that's If you're kind of starting from the bottom, start there.
0: Excellent. And Jenna, what's, uh, what would be your one tip?
2: Don't be shy to recognize someone's power. Challenge your teammates to take personal responsibility for how their actions or words diminish or increase power for the team and themselves. Oh, great tips.
0: Awesome. That was super powerful. How you said that. Yeah, I like it.
1: Well, thank you both for being on the show today. That was such a fun discussion. Thank you for for your time and sharing your wisdom. Thanks, have a good
3: one.
0: No problem. That was a really inspiring discussion with Jason and Jenna and I love their tips at the end. Jason's tip was to recognize your teammates and one way to do that is at the start of all of your meetings. Jenna's tip was to not be shy in recognizing someone's power.
1: Completely agree. Love those tips. And speaking of tips, Doug, it's my turn to follow up on the tip from our last episode with Sarah Brady on the power of joy and laughter. And her tip was to be intentional before talking with others and finding a way to connect with them with joy and laughter. So I've been trying to bring the joy from my personal life to our team homeroom meetings, Doug, and um, just... So just just the little things my kids do or say, they really crack me up. So I I try to bring that in where where it makes sense. And in one recent homeroom, I said that I wouldn't want to waste my breath on something. And it you know that saying, right? Yep. And it reminded me of what my son Brady had said earlier in the week. So I told him not to waste his breath on something probably like screen time or, or request for candy or something like that. And his response was, but mommy, I have an endless amount of air.
0: <laughs> that is so awesome. So
1: it just, it really lightened the mood of the meeting uh, when I, when I shared that. And it was such a great way for us to laugh together. So uh, thanks Sarah for the awesome tip.
0: Yeah. And it's been great, uh, you know, working from home. Uh, there've been a a few moments grace where I've seen Brady, like sneaking back through the background (laughs) of your computer. It's been awesome to see him. So, uh, that's awesome. And, um, for our listeners, we would love to hear your stories and tips as well. So please check out these show notes and click on the listener mail link to find out more about submitting your stories and tips and writing. Or you could even do that through a voice message. Leave us a voice message of a tip that you have uh, that's been really helpful for you and then Um, it would become part of our uh, mini-sodes, mini-episodes. And if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, please click on the subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes.
1: And Doug, yes, one last thing for our listeners. If you enjoy these podcasts, please rate us on iTunes or click on the survey link in our show notes so we know how we're doing. See you next week. One for all.
0: And all for one.